everyone, this is Minnie again with our latest episode of our podcast, You Speak. I hope you're all doing well and staying sane and healthy. Today, my guest is a super successful and super busy woman. Trust me, she has been so busy that it was nearly impossible to get hold of her. But today, I'm so thrilled and honored of finally having her on our podcast. So now, without much ado, let me introduce her today. She is Leslie Truex, and she is a superwoman. Leslie is the founder and owner of WorkAtHomeSuccess.com, which she founded more than two decades back in 1998. She has been helping work-at-home people with free tips, tutorials, and resources to find or create a work-at-home career. Her company was one of the very first work at home websites on the internet, particularly in the area of telecommuting. It was also one of the first, site, first sites to post legitimate work at home jobs back then. Leslie is a famed writer, speaker, entrepreneur, social worker, fitness instructor, and mom, trying to do it all from the comfort of her home. Her articles have appeared on entrepreneur.com, Yahoo, small business, and more. Leslie also authored several books, including the Work at Home Success Bible, among many others. She has also been featured on ABC News, CNN, Fox Business, Consumer Digest, etc., etc. The list goes long. So now you know why I call her a superwoman in my intro. Leslie, you are a perfect guest, or should I say, mentor to many people in our audience, as the majority of them work from home and are involved in the field of transcription and translation. So a very warm welcome to you. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And, and <laughs> whenever I hear my intro, I think, who is that? <laughs> That is very much you. <laughs> I just sit here in my PJs all day and, you know, do whatever. <laughs> I'm glad it's not a video chat. <laughs> you can do. All right. So, uh, so nice to finally have you on our podcast. And I'll be asking you a few things about you and your business. So I hope you are ready. I hope I'm ready. Yes. Okay. Let's, we'll find out. So let's get into this. So, um, First, I will ask you, you being in various roles like writer, speaker, entrepreneur, the list goes long. I would like to ask, how exactly do you introduce yourself? How do I introduce myself? Yeah. I, you know, it, it sort of depends on the where I'm at and who I'm with. You know, if, if I'm just with a, a group of friends or, you know, I'm out anywhere. Uh, sometimes I just start with the easy answer, which is, you know, I'm a writer. And, and I'll say that I'll say, well, the short answer is I'm a writer. And then usually, you know, they'll get to, well, what's the long answer? And then I can go into, you know, sort of that long other list um, that I that I go into. Um, but other places, I might go into it a little bit more, like if I were at a writing co uh, conference or an entrepreneurial sort of thing, I'm, I, you know, I might go into a little bit more detail uh -huh. about that. But if I'm just meeting somebody for the first time, I usually, it's just, I'm, the short answer is I'm a writer. <laughs> And so. you're just being very modest, right? <laughs> <Because it's a lot. laughs> uh, 
well, very well. So um, how did you come up with the idea of starting work at home success? Well, you know, it's, it's interesting because um, back in the 90s, I was a new mom and having a tough time leaving my kids at daycare and I wanted to work from home and the work at home landscape was so different back then. Um, you know, anybody I knew working from home was mostly moms doing uh, direct sales type things. And, um, you know, the internet, I mean, this is before Google and PayPal and Amazon was just this little company that some guy was running out of his garage, right? So, I mean, it, it was really very different back then. And I, so I was looking to work from home and I, I did have a computer. I'd been working on computers for a long time mm -hmm. using them. And um, I had Microsoft Publisher and on the back of the box, it says you could, you could build a website. And I thought, well, that sounds like fun. <laughs> so, so it was sort of a whim. I was like, I'm going to build this thing. And, you know, I, back then I paid like $70 for my domain name okay. and yeah. And, um, and I, I built this site where, you know, I was sort of talking about my journey. It wasn't a blog cause they didn't have blogs then, but I would share kind of what I learned and what I was discovering and and it just kind of grew from that okay okay great so um how was the how was your experience of building your website back then compared to now i mean i'm sure these days it's so easy <laughs> oh my gosh i remember trying to figure out ftp you know because everything I had to do on my computer and then I had to upload it. Okay. And, um, you know, even, but even when WordPress came out, which I can't remember it, but it took me a few years to move, to make the decision to move because I had so much content mm -hmm. and to, I basically, you know, I couldn't import um, by that time, I think I was using um, expressions. Microsoft had come out with something called expressions or something like that. It was their website builder. Oh. And I couldn't just import it into WordPress. So I had to regenerate a lot of this content. And um, I remember I decided on, the, on its birthday in 2010, you know, that it, it would move to the new platform. So on New Year's Eve, you know, I'm doing all this work moving it to WordPress. And, and I think I was able to do it in a way where I built it in a subdirectory and then moved. I can't remember. Anyways, it's much easier now today, you know, with drag and drop and um, it, it's just amazingly, there's no reason why someone who doesn't want to have a website can't have one. Yeah, right. It's, it's so easy to build one now. And, and affordable too. Like I said, you know, I paid $70 a year for my domain and mm -hmm. 20 bucks a month for hosting. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's a different world now. So. Yeah. So, okay. So uh, let's talk about your book, The Work at Home Success Bible. Would you please briefly tell us about that? Well, that book, um, as the site started to grow, and I realized the majority of email I would get was always asking about jobs. The site had lots of other stuff on it, but people wanted work at home jobs and there were no books on telecommuting or work at home jobs. And it was an expanding area by then. This is the mid two thousands. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I decided I'd write one and my first attempt at getting an agent and all that didn't go very well. And then a year or two later, I tried again and I, I kind of wrote in a different style. I was much more 
who I am as a person, which one of my editors said I was folksy, which I don't know what that means, but it sounds, it sounds, you know, like someone you could sit down and have coffee with, I decided. Um, and so I did get an agent and when the publisher bought it, they said, we want the, the Bible of working at home. We want everything on working at home. And so I was like, well, okay. They didn't give me very many words to do it in. So to me, the book was missing important pieces and almost immediately was out of date. I mean, I think the book mentions MySpace. So I'm actually currently redoing it. Um, some of the content is, is still very good. The, the basics in terms of how to start a business or, you know, what you need to get a work at home job that that's evergreen. It doesn't change, but some of the other things like MySpace, right, <laughs> long gone, <laughs> you know, and I don't even think Facebook was mentioned because it just wasn't what it is now, yeah. you know? So I am actually currently re reworking that book oh, for a re-release. Well, yeah. That's for that. So when did you, uh, when did you write that? When did you start to write it? And when did you finish that? Well, the book came out and God, I want to say it's either two, 2007 or 2009. I can't remember, okay. <laughs> but I mean, I, it's like 2020 now. So that's like, it doesn't seem that long ago. It feels like it should just be a few years, but it, it, it actually came out a while ago. And, and like I said, some of the information in there is the same information I would give today, but some of the resources have changed and, and opportunities have changed. One of the really cool things when I started was it was a bunch of moms like me who wanted to work from home. Today, what I see are a bunch of young people, millennials and such, who um, who parents like me probably said, you need to go to school and get a good education and get a good job. And they're like, I don't think so. <laughs> and they're, you know, they're traveling and, and, you know, using the internet to, to make an income in ways that I don't think any of us moms thought about, you know, when we started 20, 15 years ago. So it's very exciting to watch them, um, you know, eke out a life where they're making money, but also having a good time doing it. True. Yeah. Right. You know, like people who are a traveler, I mean, they just, they can have a podcast or they can write a book, they can have their own shows about that. So it's, it's like, uh, unless, you know, um, opportunities, I, I would say. Yeah. If somebody told me 15 years ago, there's going to be kids on YouTube making money doing beauty tutorials or gaming, I'd be like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> and yet, and there they are. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. So let's move on to uh, my next question, which is what will be your tips and advice for people who are looking for legitimate work from home? What should be their first step? Well, I, you know, one of the things that has always fascinated me over the years is that if people need a job in the regular world, mm -hmm. they, they think, okay, what kind of jobs can I do? And then they go out and, you know, look in the one ads or, you know, whatever to, yeah. to find that job. But when, it, when they think about, I want to work from home, especially in a work at home job, they go to Google and just start typing work at home job. Yeah. And it doesn't occur to them to think, what can I do? You know, what kind, what kind of jobs I could do? But really, whether you want to work at home job, whether you want to start a home business, whether you want to freelance, whatever it is you want to do, in my mind, it always starts with first inventorying what it is you can do. Because 
in a job or home business, somebody is, is buying your skill or your knowledge or, you know, something like that. Um, so whether it's beauty techniques on YouTube or whether it's your ability to type fast and accurately or, you know, whatever it is. Um, so I always tell people, it starts with that. What is it that you're good at that somebody else is going to pay you to do for them or to teach them or whatever it is? So that's, that's usually where I start them. And then after that, I'm like, now you need to go to the places where those people are looking for you, which is not Google, yeah. right? So um, people who are looking to hire people are going to post their jobs on their websites or on career sites. Yeah. Um, people who need someone to type fast and accurately are going to post on Upwork or something like that. Mm -hmm. So that's, those are usually the two things. It's like, what can you do and where are those people who are looking for you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a great advice, actually. Otherwise, you are simply lost that where do you start, right? Yeah. And if you use something like Google, Google's great. Use it all the time. Mm -hmm. But if you go to Google and type work at home, you're, you know, you're going to end up involved in things that might not be legitimate, which are bad. Yeah. Or you might end up involved in things that you don't really want to do, but you're thinking, oh, this will let me work at home. And I've worked at home in a, in a bad job it's no fun <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, so you, you know you really should focus and and one of the great things about working at home is is not only can you use what you learned in school or at a at a past job but your interests and passions can be included that as well which is why we see all these millennials doing beauty youtube channels or whatever you know yeah well great tip okay and um how would you rate transcription as a work from home career? Can it be a full-time career according to you? I think so. And, and you know, it's funny when I first started, you know, a, a lot of the email I get is I want to do data entry or typing. And when I started, those were very dangerous things to look for because mostly it was scammers who were selling some sort of kit. But as the internet has grown and content has become really important and it's become global, mm -hmm. you know, data entry and typing, which is transcription now, um, you know, is, is, a, is a viable job. But I, I tell people who say, I just want to sit home and type, I, you know, I'm like, well, how fast can you type and how good at it are you? Because, you know, even places that are hiring transcriptionists or data entry people, they still want you to have the skill to do the job. You know, they're not just looking for somebody to sit home and type letters. They're looking for people to perform something for them. And there are entry, I have seen entry level transcription work. So, you know, you don't have to necessarily do 80 words a minute, but um, the idea that you can just sign up and sit home, I tell them you can't do that. Even with transcription jobs, it is a viable job, but they're going to make you take a test probably. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, sometimes you're going to have to know what it is you're typing. So if it's in the legal field or, you know, the medical field, they're going to want you to know mm -hmm. um, what that is. So, so yeah, I, I do. I, today I'm all behind that. I, you know, I, I have several articles and resources on, on the site that talk about that. Oh, great. Okay. I'll take a look. Okay. And continuing on the same topic, I would like to know what are the most common problems or challenges with which people come to you? Well, the thing I hear the most is I want to work at home job and all I find is scams. Um, and so that tells me they're looking for the wrong thing in the wrong place. So they're probably going to Google and typing work at home or, 
working home data entry or something like that, where they're most likely to get in, in trouble. Um, the, the other thing that I get, or there are people who do understand that getting a work at home job is like getting any other job. Um, and so they're applying and they're doing what they need to do and they're just not hearing back. And that, that is a real issue. Um, but these employers half the time won't even let you know they got their, your application. So it's frustrating. So a lot of it is just saying you got, you just got to keep searching and keep applying and keep doing what you, you have to do. And of course it's the same in anything. If you started a freelance career, if, if you're doing transcription, you know, sometimes it can take a while to build up your client base. Um, and you just have to keep at it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you think that this, um, all these uh, websites, which are not that authentic, they are selling the stuff, so they are not that good, right? So that is a big challenge for people. Yeah, I think, yeah, there's a lot of, um, there are scammers, but yeah. there's also people who are just sort of schemers, you know, they're, they're not necessarily stealing your money, but they're also not really giving you what you thought you were going to get, you know? <laughs> um, and so I tell people, look, if you're looking for work, you've got to go to places where work is, is. Yeah. So, you know, where would someone who needs a transcriptionist or a translation person, where would that be posted? you know yep. um and that's you know generally if i can direct them to the right place but then they'll you know sometimes i'll get you know there's just no jobs i can do and there's a lot of jobs out there it, it shot you know teachers and lawyers and doctors and accountants and you know anybody who's worked in retail now we have all this customer service so the work is out there it's just a matter of being diligent mm -hmm. right okay all right well we I'm almost down to my last question. So what is your word of encouragement for people out there who are thinking of quitting their nine to five job, but are afraid of doing so? Yeah, that's a hard one, especially, you know, these days in the middle of a pandemic, it doesn't seem very, <laughs> very good idea to quit. And, and I'll, I'll admit, I'm a, I'm a cautious person. I, I mean, like right now I'm, you know, my kids are grown and they're gone. So I'm sort of in a transition stage. I'm actually moving out of some things that I do into something different just so I can have more time and I can retire someday. And, um, you know, even, even now I'm very cautious about, you know, I don't want to burn any bridges. I don't want to let anybody down, you know, because if I have to go back and ask for that work back, I want to be able to have it. Um, so I think, you know, if you have a job, that's great. I, but there's things that you can do around that where, you know, a side hustle or you can search for work, you know, in the morning or in the evening. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just a matter of prioritizing it. You know, I think a lot of people say, well, I'm really busy. I don't have time. And you know, I know busy, I raised two kids. Um, but I also know I, I watch TV, you know, I know, I know there's times that I waste. And if you decide, look, I'm not going to read for pleasure and I'm not going to watch Netflix or whatever, and you have an hour to search the internet or learn something new or, you know, install WordPress or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, that's every little bit's going to move you forward. All right. Okay. Well, that's good. So um, may I ask you, what is the new adventure you are heading towards? 
Well, I'm, I'm actually just trying to um, convert to things that are less time inclusive and more passive. <laughs> so okay. Okay. so it's, it's sort of transitioning what I do into things that are much more passive. And, you know, when I started blogging, you know, you just put up a post and that was it. Today, to post a blog, mm-hmm. writing it is, is the least amount of time. <laughs> You know, it's, you have to create all the graphics and you have to get all the keywords and it's just, it's time intensive. And, and it's like, you know, I, if I'm going to write, I'd rather write a book, um, than a blog post. So I'm, I'm just sort of shifting things into more passive areas than in, um, than, than more content filled. Yeah. Okay. Moving toward your retirement also. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I want to work less and make more. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck to you on that. So, okay, that wraps up our conversation with Leslie. Thank you so much for taking some time out today to do our podcast. It was super fun, and I'm sure our listeners got some solid career advice and a great stay at home working tips. I wish you continued success with all your endeavors. Thank you once again, Leslie. Well, thank you so much uh, for having me, and I'm sorry it took me so long to get organized to it, but but oh, I hope I hope your listeners got something valuable from it. I'm I'm positive of that. It oh, good. good. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. All right, everyone. I look forward to our next installment of You Speak. Take care and share this with anyone who may find it interesting. See you next time. Bye.